You're listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. You're listening to Marriage Takeover with Eric and Tamika Thompson, helping to enrich your marriage. Hey, hey, people. Hey, now. Hey, everybody. Happy Father's Day to all the amazing fathers out there. Yes. Hope that you all enjoyed your Father's Day. Yes. Hey, happy Father's Day. Um, yes, let us pray. Father, heaven, Lord, God, we thank you, Father. We give you glory, honor, and praise, Father, because you're awesome. God, we thank you for what you're doing. We thank you for what you have done. God, we thank you for what you're bound to do in the name of Jesus. God, we ask now, Father God, that your will be done. Father, we ask that you forgive us, cleanse us of all unrighteousness, O God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord God, we ask that you have your way. And God, we ask that you just let your will be done. In the name of Jesus. Yes, God. And God, we thank you. We give you the glory. We give you honor and praise. We say this prayer in your darling son Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hey, hey, What's happening? It's uh, a wonderful Father's Day. Uh, we're grateful um, for this, for all the father husbands out there. You know, we give a big shout out to you. Happy Father's Day one time for the fathers. <laughs> what you got to know, y'all? Like, man, what y'all talking about today? Well, no, go ahead. Uh-uh. It's a hey, you got it. <laughs> see, see there, you sitting there typing the thing. Well, I'm, I'm in the chat, so hey, people. So we are going to be talking about the spirit of things in your marriage. Hey, inviting the Holy Spirit, <laughs> inviting the help it's, into your marriage. It's the question of how many is sleeping in your bed? Is it just two or is it three? Mm. You know. <laughs> ah, watch out now. Watch out now. Come on with it. Come on with it. So I wanted to just make sure that we were able to offer this platform, give the fathers an opportunity. Now, don't leave us hanging here, fathers. We know it's Father's Day. For Mother's Day, we showed up. Ladies showed up. So fathers, check in. Y'all come on in the room. And we just gonna jump right on into the spirit of things, right? Go ahead on. Let's go. Let's go and jump on in there then. Hallelujah. Come on in the room. Come on now. Come All on right. in the room. So, <laughs> so on today. Well. So we have been with uh, Raymond Worship Center. We've been talking about the spirit of things, the Holy Spirit, and so we just kind of wanted to make sure that we were in the flow of things and talk about how we invite the Holy Spirit into our marriage. And so last month we talked about. What did we talk about last month? How many of y'all did your homework for last month? Tell me that. Did you do your homework? Of course I did my homework. Okay. So <laughs> last month, I know we were talking about um, different challenges that you face in, <clears throat> in your marriages. And so a lot of times it's hard for us to step out of our flesh in order for things to kind of reconcile and for things to move as God would want them to move in our marriages. So this week we're going to be talking about the spirit of things because guess what? The Spirit, the Holy Ghost, is the help that's going to help us to be able to get through some things in our marriage that we can't do in and of ourselves. But this is the funny thing, though. 
I wonder literally how many people that did the vows that made covenant with God and holy matrimony actually kept the holy in the money. Ooh. Did you keep your holy in your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, there were some times in our marriage where, where I didn't know where the holy was in our mouth. <laughs> yeah, it was holy, all right. With the H-O-L-E, holler at me. <laughs> holy in the essence of punching holes in the wall. I'm driving and told you. things were not made whole because it was empty and all other stuff. So we thank God for the Holy Spirit coming in and filling the void and being able to repair in a way that we would have had no idea or can't even possibly try to take credit for it because it was something that he did for us. So a lot of times we say certain things. Um, in John chapter 4, it says that we must worship him in spirit and in truth, right? So in worshiping him, it's in spirit and in truth. But I, I wanted to take it all the way back to that. You're like, what does worship have to do with it? Well, mm. the men are to be in alignment in order to be able to communicate with God, to be able to worship with God so that they can get the direction for their marriage, so they can get the direction for their families. So if you're going to say that you have to worship me in spirit and in truth, but you don't have no spirit, Mm. How are you going to worship him in spirit and in truth without the spirit? Uh-huh. And what I understand as well is that everybody doesn't have the capacity wow. to be able to worship God. So that's why there are so many different things that are going on because we are still caught up in our selfishness. Mm. We're still caught up in our pride, our idols, and everybody can't lay aside Every, their agendas, everybody can't lay aside for the almighty Savior. And in order to be able to have that connection with the Spirit, he's got to be the only thing. Right. So with that, but, God's got to be the only focus, yeah. But how, but my question is, how do I get there based off of the things that I know now? How How do I get there? So... And, I mean, if you think about it, we got there then by just asking. But it's, it's really by faith. So just as we have the faith, stop and turn the lights. Our lights went out. Just as we have the faith to believe that Jesus came for us, just as we have the faith to believe that he died for us, just as we have the faith to believe that he rose on the third day for us, it's the same thing about being able to ask for the gift, to be able to ask for the spirit, and then have that faith to know that he's given it to us. Hmm. So it's really that simple. And I think a lot of times we make it a lot more complicated than what it should be. The Bible says in James 4 and 8, it says, draw nigh unto God, and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse ye hands, cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Mm. So it's giving you the strategy of what you need to do. You draw nigh to him, he's going to draw nigh to you. All you have to do is ask for it. Right, right. All you have to do is get close to him. And faith, again, plays that critical part because if you don't have the faith, like, how are we supposed to wash our hands? It's by faith. It's not just going to the sink and getting some soap and washing our hands. It's us washing our hands by faith. It's through faith that everything is done. It's uh -huh. the faith in the belief system. It's our trust in God. Trusting that, okay, God, if I say that I'm coming to you, I'm drawing closer to you because I don't know what the heck it is I'm doing. I'm tired of fighting this same battle. I'm tired of going in these circles. I'm tired of going through the same rigmarole. Then guess what? I'm coming to you, God, for you to fix it. You, We already know that we can't do it in our own might just because we've been trying it over and over and over again and it's not working. So it's now having that faith system, that belief system to step back so that 
we can allow the Holy Spirit to do the work that it's supposed to do. Right. Oh, amen. Amen. <laughs> so you say, how do we get there? How do we get there? I spent some time before. I was seeking after the Lord. I knew I wasn't right. But the thing is, have you ever just been to that place where you have been just sick and tired of being sick and tired? Right. See, oftentimes that a lot of people are not, a lot of people are not sick and tired of their present situation, not thinking or not knowing that things could be better, and but because of and because of that, it's like, oh, I'm good. So it's like I don't. There's nothing else that I really need, or there's nothing else that I need to go after, or there's nothing else that need to be done. Right. And so it's being able to. It's being able to have that to have that one mind, that one move, because oftentimes that's not that's not quote unquote where it's at, because it's hard to kind of come together. Hello, you're right. No, it's hard to come together. <laughs> no, no, but I'm saying it's hard to come together. But then it's got to be a matter of. You know how you get to that point to where you just tired, like like you said, you got to be tired of yourself. You got to be tired of doing the same thing and not getting results. You got to be tired of fussing and fighting and cussing and thinking that that's okay. You got to be tired and want to set a different standard for yourself as well as your kids. You have to be tired of just going through the same old, same old. You have to be tired of not being happy. You have to be tired of feeling like you were depressed. I know there were times we were in our, so we've been in the game for anybody that's new watching it and joining along. Thank you for joining us on Marriage Takeover. So we've been married now 21 years, but there were times I'll tell you in my marriage where I was lonely. There were times in my marriage where I was depressed. There were times in my marriage, yet guess what I was doing? Still serving in the house of God, still going through the motions, not not thinking that something needed to change. I figured that if I was just going to church, I was doing what I was supposed to be doing. No, boo, you got to step back just a little bit and you got to seek God because you can't keep doing the same thing, expecting a different result. That, my friend, is insanity. Right, I was, cause I was the songwriter wrote a song, insane in the membrane, and I, and that's where that's where I, that's where I think a lot of us are because you know what the funny thing is, and I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not I want to make it clear that I'm not bashing anything or anyone, but being able to um how do you say it? But being able to take the things that I have actually learned it, while in the church and actually applying it, I can't, let me say this, is by actually when I learn the things that I have, the things of God that I have learned and actually applying it, because then that was something new, because I tried going to my friends, it didn't help, I tried I tried talking to my family. It it wasn't going the way I wanted it to go. I tried talking to some cousins and them. It didn't go out the way that I thought it should go. But when I but when I turned when I turned to Christ, it lined things up, but it gave me a different way of looking at the situation. And then also deep down, it's like I still wanted it because I think also halftime. People really don't want it. I really don't want to fight for it. I'm telling you, it's some work, y'all. 
It's work. But it's a beautiful thing. Like, it's a beautiful reward. It's work, though. It's a matter of you pulling yourself to the side and saying, hey, <laughs> listen, like, something's got to change. But I will tell you that it's not, it wasn't until the Holy Spirit came in because the one thing and the beautiful thing about the Holy Spirit is because the Holy Spirit will give you power. The Holy Spirit comes in and it does a work for you. It's that help. Mm. So where you thought that you couldn't close your mouth and be quiet and not respond because you want to have the last word, guess what the Holy Spirit does? It comes in and it shuts your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> a house full of last words, folks. Right. <laughs> so a house full of people that, oh, you just got to have the last word. It's not until the Holy Spirit comes in, and there's a difference from, and, and I won't go into all of the details tonight, but there's a difference of having the Holy Spirit being filled with the Holy Spirit and then the Holy Spirit, like, really, really dwelling in you. There is a difference. Like, through every fiber of your being. And so what I wanted to submit to you guys is that it's not until you have that Holy Spirit. So when you, when you, the master, holy matrimony, and Eric was saying, Pastor Eric, he was saying, you know, the holy and then the matrimony. Well, when you <laughs> intertwine that with the Holy Spirit and we Come say that now. you have to have Christ in the center, well, when you intertwine that, right, so it's like a fabric and you intertwine that, you want to make sure that you have that coating. Hmm. And the coating is the Holy Spirit. That's going to saturate every fiber, everything, so that make sure that that bond is not broken. But this is the thing, though. Do I really need Christ in the marriage? I need him. I can't speak for nobody else, but I need him. But see, but that's the thing. I need him. You know, <laughs> I can't do without him. <laughs> but think about it, though. How many of us actually make covenant with one another under God, but we don't really have the relationship with him. See, a lot of us do things out of tradition instead of doing things based on the heart of what it is. And and you're right. So then we have to understand the difference between the relationship and the religion, and it's only, and that's why I said everybody doesn't have the capacity to be able to worship him in spirit and in truth, because when you get to the core of tradition, you're not aligning yourself with the spirit of things, because you can't possibly be aligning yourself with the spirit of things, because the spirit is only God. It doesn't have anything to do with any of your principles, any of your theologies, any of your religious things. It, it's only spirit, and right. spirit is one. Right. Why don't mine do that? Why does yours do that? I, I don't have know, no idea. Okay, don't worry about it. You, okay. You where you at? <laughs> it's fine. I'll figure it out. <laughs> so, and that, and that's and that's the that's the thing. But, uh, but tell me this though. Yeah. Riddle me this. Riddle me this. Riddle you this. Okay. Let's do it. But how can how can one begin to go after God if they realize it but being concerned about their spouse. You can't go in being concerned about your spouse because that's a relationship that you have to have one-on-one with God, right? So you go in with just solely about you and God. Mm -hmm. And as God is doing the work, as the Holy Spirit is coming in and he's doing that work with you, then God is going to take care of the rest because it's a beautiful thing about when you see – when your atmosphere changes, it 
Like it just it's a flow. Mm-hmm. It's a flow. So you have to make sure that either you're going to do one of two things. You're going to get at that crossroad and you're going to notice, huh, they didn't speak back or they didn't say nothing back after I said this. They didn't have to have the last word. Oh, they're cooking all the time. Oh, they're showing me a lot more love in spite of me lashing out. It's a flow. So at that point, you have to make a decision. Right. Something is changing, so either I'm going to change because things, my surroundings have changed. Right. Or I'm going to continue to act like a plump fool. But then what is the danger? It's, what is the danger in that? Man, I'm so full of questions today. You are. <laughs> You're normally not. What is going on? I am so full of questions. <laughs> this, because, is, this is the pump edition but, of Mary's Takeover. <laughs> but because, the, you know, the funny thing is, is that this is that this is that real piece of really understanding, man, how can I make covenant with out of with one out of the two? Because you don't get when you're saying um by the powers invested in me, I now pronounce. When you say I do, you do, we do, so there what, is what are the powers. It's the powers is is of Christ. But see, but you notice a lot of vows nowadays they is taking Christ that. out of right, it. Right. So right, if right, you, right. how can you take some? How can you take the Creator out of marriage? It's funny on how nowadays everybody's trying to dismiss God. Right. But when you begin to look at the world itself, it was created off of marriage. Right. It's a unity. That's the most the most valued relationship to Christ. And by the way, it's marriage. Yes. So it's like wow, because we look at it. Check this out. You ready for this? Ready. Listen. Ready, ready. Who do you love? What is the one thing in this world that you would love more than yourself to lay down your life for? Your spouse, I'm assuming. That would be the right answer. <laughs> Are you guessing? <laughs> but look at it. What? Look at it. Look at it. The scripture tells us, it says, husbands, love your wife as what? Christ, Christ loved, loved the, the church. church. Right. But what did Christ do for the church? He died for he it. He died for it. Right. So it's meaning that I have to be in love with you to the magnitude that I am willing to step in front of death for you. <laughs> but you got to understand that. But look at it, though. He said, for God so loved the world that he gave. Right, His right. only begotten son. So what are you saying? God was willing to lower his standard for the church that he created. So what are you saying? That means that I have to be willing to humble myself for my spouse. So then, check this out. Even if there's something wrong that has taken place, one he says that love has has love a covers a multitude of yeah. sins. But then check this out, he says that I am married to the backslider. Right. So are you telling me that even though you have wronged me, I am still married to the backslider? What is that? That's meaning that forgiveness is supposed to be first and foremost in the marriage. But that is the one thing that we hold on to because, oh, <coughs> you hurt me so deep this time. Oh, 
what you did, I didn't quite like the way you did. You spoke to me that way. But then we continue to harvest everything and try to deal with it at a later date, but not understanding that 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 we harvest has just taken root. Right. Right. <clears throat> but I think that's the difference, again, between relationship, religion, and being in the spirit and not in the spirit. But who has, but this is part that tripped me out. How can you have a religious marriage? And I'm saying the word religious. Maybe I should just say tradition. But traditional. Right. Because, because look at, you know, because when you look the word up in, in the dictionary, it's, it's religion is tradition. That's, what, that's all it says. It's, it's traditional. It's what you do all the time. But Can why? somebody look that up for us? Let's post that. So that way I don't have to look. We're going to use our people on the day. So, 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 but think about it. And but now you want to get you want to get upset because oh I'm doing this because I saw I saw what they did. If right. anything I'm a mimic I'm a mimic is how you have God in your marriage. Right. Because based on because what works for one may not work for you may not work for us. You know what I'm saying? Shoot, if we go <laughs> if we go skinny dipping, <laughs> yeah we about to go <laughs> we about Ooh, to go on the boat baby. anyway. But if we, we go, if we go skinny dipping, you know what I'm saying? Out in out in the Atlantic water, it might work for us. If someone else goes skinny dipping, they might be they might be lunch for the start. But what I'm saying, what works for one may not work for the other. Like even what works for us may not work for you. But right. one thing that is clear across the board is Christ centered. Right. Because when you have the relationship with him, everything that you do with him is going to work. Right. Everything. Now, it's going to take a sacrifice Ooh, because Lord. that's when you, you, you run into the challenge of flesh meets spirit. Mm. And there are going to be some things that you may want to say, you may want to do, but then it's a decision that you're going to have to make to say, no, I am going to submit this flesh so that I can make sure that I am honoring the spirit. Ah. Uh, uh-huh. 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 Yeah. So that's it. So I wanted to just make sure. Let's see. Let's see. You know, we got to bring some scriptures out to you guys. So, again, that spirit is the uh, Holy Spirit. So John 14, 15 through 17 says that, and I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, mm. that he may abide with you forever, even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. Mm. And then in uh, 26, it says, but the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you. All things, not something, but all things. But all things. What? So when you start getting slick up at the mouth, when you start acting crazy, when your kids start acting crazy, that's a whole nother like seminar type deal for the right. <laughs> <laughs> your kids start acting crazy, and they don't come with this book, this this thing that you're supposed to follow and abide by, this rule book, right? It's right here. They don't. They don't come <laughs> with that. So when all those things start taking place and you're trying to figure out what to do because you've never been in that situation before, it says that the Holy Ghost will teach you all things and bring 
all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. So are you mean to tell me the only way that I can keep balance with husband, father, business owner, or worker, the only way I can keep balance is keeping Christ-centered? Oh, absolutely, and being filled with the Holy Ghost. <laughs> so you got to make sure that the Holy Ghost is the added component. So do I have to speak in tongues? No, you do not have to speak in tongues. The speaking in tongues is the evidence or an evidence of being filled with the Holy Ghost. I'm sorry. My bad. I think that was a shot. I'm, forgive me. That was a shot. <laughs> forgive me. Tell y'all, don't y'all come for me. I'm locked and loaded. <laughs> It's the evidence. So, no, but you, the Holy Spirit is really what's going to teach us all things. So you're getting to a point where you are in your parenthood and when you're in your – you're trying to really be a father. You're trying to really be a wife. So for me, I grew up in a single-family home. I didn't know what it was to be a wife. Mm. So it was a matter of we were – and we were young. Like, y'all, we were young and dumb. <laughs> I, was, I was not I was, dumb. Yes. I was not is all get out. So, oh, yeah. We were too hard-headed right. family, you hear me? So it was a matter of, okay, either we're going to do something different or this isn't going to work. So it was a matter of had the Holy Spirit not come in, had not dwelled among us, had not dwelled in us, we wouldn't be able to have the testimony of being able to overcome so much in our marriage to be but, married now 21 years. So now, did the Holy Spirit just jump in there? No. Well, how did, how did, how did the Holy Spirit Get in the midst of what you were, of what of what we were doing as 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 we were married. So number one, I asked for it. I sought after the law. I needed the Holy Ghost, y'all. Yep. <laughs> so I sought after. Him. I needed somebody to save me. <laughs> save me, please. Save me, I, I sought after him, but it really is a matter of you asking. It really is a matter of you having the faith to know that you've been filled. Like there are some things that you experience and you know without a shadow of a doubt that you've been filled with the Holy Ghost. So for me, I got to have the last word. For me, I get to look up at the mouth. For me, I get in my some, feelings. So. Well, some things delivered haven't taken place yet. <laughs> but, it's okay. but it's okay. We thank God because it's a work in progress. It's a work in progress. I've come a long way. <laughs> Sorry, I just had some, some, some memories. So you take a shot. I'm not taking no shot. I'm just saying, God is good. <laughs> Hallelujah. Lift your hands and tell him thank you. So for me, like, that was my deal. And so had it not been the Holy Ghost coming in and some, just really shutting my mouth, Woo! like, I don't have to say that. Woo! And then it's a matter of checking myself. Okay, well, why did you say that? What was the intent? And then, um, again, for uh, a lot of the ladies, the Tone University, I believe, I believe we should we go ahead and institute that. I mean, wait a minute. Tell me. I still know that Tone University still have a waiting list. I think that is going to be a sold-out event, Tone University, because <laughs> while, while I have gotten better, I have not mastered the oh, Tone. Hey, let's just say, we, let's just say with some things, we're still working on an AA, not a bachelor. We're just trying to get to the AA credit. So, but but it's key though because it's a matter of sometimes just taking a step back. Like, what's the intent? And what has helped me up until this point is asking myself the question. Like, what's the intent of me saying what it is I'm about to say? Are you saying that? Are you telling me that you had to begin to check your own motives? Oh, absolutely. 
So how? But it, but it wasn't though until the Holy Spirit filled because otherwise I was really operating in the flesh and not really caring. So because it's you're moving in the selfish mode so, you're not operating in spirit. Oh, you wasn't. You know, I'm not going to say nothing. But I'm no, not saying nothing. Though. It's it, but you know it's so it is so funny because. You know what I what I have come to understand is that most women would try to jump over the husband because now they're trying to go after, but not even recognizing that in that moment that is when you begin to allow God to work in you to sanctify the husband. Right. Right. So when you when you are when you are allowing God to use you, this is the one thing that I come to understand because. When when the Holy Spirit is absent from it, you can believe in Christ, but there's something about the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit says that you can. He said that you shall receive power when the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Right. So I I I I understand because when you yes, Christ is very centered, but it's that if God is using you to sanctify the husband. And see, the thing that I like about it is that you are not trying to change. You wasn't trying to change me. Right. You were just wanting God to change you. Right. And in that, because, see, this is the one thing that we don't look at, is that when we're looking at God to change us, do you know he also changes the things that are around us? Right. But oftentimes we don't like to sit in patience. We don't like to sit patiently for God to make the change. Right. Because it's you know we don't like being uncomfortable, and you know sometimes we don't even like change. Right. That's why I said it's gonna take. You're gonna have to. It's it's not as easy because you do have to make a decision, and it has to be a continual decision because your flesh is gonna meet with spirit, and you want to make sure that you are aligning with the spirit and not with your flesh, mm. and it's going to require a decision to be made. And when you fall in line with that decision, like if you it, it may hurt sometimes, yeah, but guess ooh. what? It's not anything that the Holy Spirit can't help you with right. because he is the helper and the helper of all things. Right. Not just some things, but, but all, all things. things. And I mean, it makes, I want to say, with having the presence of him, it has made it, to me, it has made it that much sweeter. Oh, absolutely, because here's the beautiful thing, because there we don't know everything. And so there are opportunities and times when we are in spirit where Eric could be worshiping, where Eric could be praying and laying before God, or I could be praying and laying before God, and he will give us certain things. He, he, there were moments and times and still today where I could be going through something and I might not have been vocal about it or told Eric about it, but guess what? Because he was laying before God, God revealed that thing to him through the knowledge and through the, the gifts of knowledge, and through that, guess what? He was able to come to me without me ever having to say a word, and God was able to, we were able to get to another level spiritually and emotionally as a result of that. Mm. Really? Really. What? I mean. You're so silly. <laughs> Y'all pray for so, me. <laughs> but, and it also, but it also works vice versa. I remember there were one point, because oftentimes, see, this is one thing that I understand for you, for, for you for you fathers that are out there, that under for you strong men that are out there that has an even stronger woman, I'm trying to tell you, thank God, thank God for your wife that that keeps your back all day, 
no matter what, no matter what you're going through, dealing with, because where you going? I got to blow my nose. <laughs> can y'all tell me, why she always leaving doing the, I'm trying to figure out, when can she sit through a whole one? She's always taking off and taking a break. We need to make sure we have everything up here, tissue. Y'all don't mind she blow her nose on, on the scene on, on right now. We're just keeping it 100. But no, back, back to what I was saying. You know what? I lost my train of thought. She just got up and walked away, and she blowing her nose in the background. Can you believe this? So, oh yeah. So thank you. So for you, for for the strong, for the strong men that are out there, and fathers, husbands, it takes a strong wife to actually deal. That I've come to understand, it takes a strong woman to actually be able to deal with a strong man. Because it's like, wait a minute, because I guess I say, I don't say she checked me, but there are times when she do and it's valuable because it gives me a second thing, a second way to think because you got to understand, when God has put you in the driver's seat to steer the family, God is also using her to help you, like, to see the things that you don't see. Right. But this is the thing. You've got to also be trusting your help me enough to know that she ain't going to even try to wreck you either. Right. That, that's the thing. But that's where the, that's where the presence comes into play. Presence is key. I was done. Come on. I told you, girl. No, presence is key. No, I mean, that was it. That was? That was it? Yeah, that so let me ask to our listeners that we do have um, on the line. You know, we like to intertwine and be interactive. So have you noticed, and maybe I do or I don't want to put people on the spot. Let no, me, let don't me. put nobody on the spot. No, no, no. I'm just saying. So do you notice a difference with the Holy Spirit in your marriage or without the Holy Spirit in your marriage? Mm. Mm. That was a nice little question. Uh, how, how, about, how about this? How about this? For those that are listening, is the Holy Spirit in your marriage? Well, I was going to ask that, but I didn't want to put anybody on the spot. Well, not, but this is my – just hit the button. You, give me a last one. <laughs> give me a – because – the Holy Spirit in your marriage? You know, because – But what if they don't know if the Holy Spirit is in their marriage? Ooh, but then this is the question. Is the Holy Spirit in you? I don't know, mm. but that's another question. Like, what if what if this thing is getting deep? What if they aren't <laughs> sure? Because the reality is, is there are a lot of people that are just unsure. Unsure. They're just going to church. They're going through the motions, but they may not be filled. They may not even understand how to get to that core of. Well, I don't know. This, Have I been filled with the Holy Spirit? I got a question to ask. Yes. Have you prayed for your spouse and saw change? Let's let's ask that question. Have you prayed for your spouse and saw change? Whether you came together to um for whatever you might be seeking after, or say if your wife might have had a cold or had a bad headache. Have you prayed for your spouse and saw change? Okay, we got a yes. We got a yes on Facebook Live. We have 
a whole bunch of pictures <laughs> so, on YouTube. But, but this is a, but the thing is because if you if you have seen change, uh-huh. then there has to be a presence within. Well, why does there have to be a presence a, a presence within if there's change? Because you said you shall receive power when the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Like I said, this right. is, this word the one of the hardest things is is to follow the main example that has been left for us. Right. Right. That's one of the hardest things, and because we're so we're challenged in every area. But the one thing that is harder for us to overcome is the challenge of self. Right. Because when you're married, you have to be selfless. That's true. Because when you're selfless. But wait a second. If I have to be selfless, does that mean that I have to, like, change who I am and I can't be happy because I'm trying to make somebody else happy? But no, there's a difference from being selfless and selfish. There's a difference. So it's not saying that I think of myself last. That's not what that's that's not what that's saying. That is saying that if you have if you have the better sight at this, like let's take us for instance, you're better at administration than me. Right. I'm not gonna try to administer nothing because I'm gonna jack it all up. Like that one time when you asked me to set them dates and your calendar was all jacked up. I said, Listen, I tried my best but I failed. It's not me. Right. Just, just I must say, you did a good job when you spray painted the uh the Ooh, I what's get called? Award, y'all. Let's spray painted some furniture. Well, it was what a nightstand. Yeah, you did a good job. I mean, even though you painted the glass, but it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. We're not talking about that. But it it was where it's like, okay, but the thing is that I was yet, the thing is that you was yet willing to try. We both were yet willing to try it. Right. To see but, if it was going to be better. Right. But it's, but we still have to be okay with saying, you know what, you're better at this. Right. So I know that you have my best interest, then, you know what I'm saying, do it, please. And But that's the thing. We got to be willing to, to, to let that over because... I don't believe if that if you be selfish, if you are selfish, then how can yeah, if you're selfish, then how can I continue to have fun with the person that I married? Because when you're selfish, you're starting to hide yourself because the person is so selfish, you're trying to just give all of who you are to them and you forget who you are. So then now you're losing the fire because now you're losing who you are. Being you being who you are was what I fell in love with. So is that selfish or selfless? Because I think there's a difference and when you're selfish, you don't really care about the other person. That's why you lose the identity of who you are and so then therefore it causes everything now to go down. Because now you just become Better than a marriage, now you become a super duper roommate. Yes, Lord, nine. That's the thing. Is is ask yourself, is your marriage? Are you super duper roommate, or do you all actually have a relationship? That is the funniest thing to me because when you look at 
when you look at roommates, super duper roommates, that just means you just get the benefit of what married people get, <laughs> but you don't um, put the work in that married people put in. But here's the thing, because I don't want it to feel like even if that is where you are right now, that that is a condemnation on you. Oh, no. Because there are different phases that you go into and that you go through in marriages. So if you are at super-duper roommates right now, guess what? We were there, too. Were we? We were there, too. I've been bamboozled. We were there, too. So I don't want you to feel like, oh, it's oh. – no, you can overcome that. So what we're saying is, is if you're a super-duper roommate, it happens. And people go through these phases in life, but it's a matter of – Seasons. Seasons mm-hmm. in life. But it's a matter of, again – you being able to be in spirit and in truth and then allowing the Holy Spirit to come in to do that work, that's going to change. So once you get tired and t- tired of being super-duper roommates, then you'll seek after the change. Right. Right. I, think- so I don't want you to feel like um, like <laughs> with, with roommates, with roommates, they say super-super roommates. <laughs> So I want you to make sure that you, even if you are at that space, once you're tired of being there, once you're and you're like, I've had enough of this, then guess what? You make. I want the change. You make the change because (laughs) because when you when you when you feel that Michael Jackson jump in you, make that change. I know, make that change. (laughs) So when you when you make when you make that change, you want to know what I'm gonna I'm gonna share how. When I began to recognize that we were roommates, I actually made I actually wanted to make the change to say, "Hey, you know what? I got to change this." And and I think when I changed it, then there was like from that point, it's like there's never been a dull moment in our house ever since. Because one thing that I recognized that when I recognized it and began to make the change. It was there now. There became joy, and there became more uh, um, laughter, and even I mean, even peace. Because when there's certain things on how you can set the atmosphere of your own house, where just certain things just know I I'm not going to be able to win here. Right. So we got a question that says, "How do you build that relationship?" So that's a, a beautiful question. You got to date. Yeah, well, not only dating, but then it's a point to where, like, a change has got to take place. So if you are the selfish one, if you are the one that's bringing, you know, a whole lot well, of things to the table, somebody has to step back, and something has got to change, whether that be you, whether that be the spouse. And once that, and, and it's seeking after, Lord, change me. Like, I'm tired of being in the same situation. I am tired of, so for me, in our marriage, I was I was tired of being me, Tell if I can be honest. Tell the truth. I was tired of being so mean. I was tired of being so hateful. I was tired of being so bitter. Oh, my God. I was tired of being depressed. I was tired of being angry. I was just tired, y'all. And so once I got sick and tired of me, that was when I went and I said, okay, God, like, I don't know what you got to do or how you going to do it, <laughs> but I need you to cleanse me. I need you to wash me. I... I want to be changed because I want to be the vessel that you called me to be. Right, I right, want right. to be a good wife. It wasn't that I didn't want to be a good wife. I just didn't know how to. Mm. 
It wasn't that I didn't want to be, you know, a good mother or to be that figure in the family where I was supposed to be covering and I was supposed to be saying something. I just didn't know how. Mm. I didn't have that example. And, yes, I went to church and I saw all these amazing women. But the thing that I – the thing for me was – and so the thing for me was – and I'm kind of getting into my Bible study for this week. But the thing for me was – I needed to be able to, the Holy Spirit, number one, I needed the Holy Spirit. But number two, I needed to see an example. For me, it was about a teaching. Hold on on one second. Because the one thing that I wanted to interject in there was that when you decide to make the change and you begin, when you decide to say, when you decide to surrender and allow God to change you, he will, God will actually surround you with the right people to show you the example. But that wasn't always that quick for me <laughs> because I'm the type of chick to where I'm going to need you. If you hadn't had a problem in your marriage and your marriage is perfect, I don't need to talk to you because <laughs> you don't know be, hell. Right. You don't know hell. You're, you're not going <laughs> to be able to help me to say it's sometimes when you're not going to want to talk to him. But guess what you got to do? You got to pray, you got to hum, you got to sing, and you better speak to that man of God that's in your house. There are going to be some times where you're not going to want to cook. But guess what? You better pray, you better sing, you better ask the Holy Spirit to come and do whatever he needs to do in you in that moment and be able to serve your man of God. Mm. There are moments where you're not going to want to give up your cookies and you're not going to want to have sex. Wait a minute! Don't you go against the word on this! But there are times and there are moments where you got to say, God... Well, but if you don't come in, I don't feel like spreading them. Shop is gonna be. <laughs> if you don't come in, the shop is closed for tonight and tomorrow night. You better open up. Turn the lights back on. But what I'm saying is, is I needed that example. I needed for somebody to be authentic with me and say, "You're not gonna want to all the time." Mm. I get it. I've been there. I've overcome this, and that was what I did not see in mm. the church. That is why marriage takeover for me is so near and dear because I was a young lady in the church looking for that example and could not find that. I was a young lady that was in church where they didn't talk about sex. They didn't talk about your marriage in the sense of this is what you should be doing and how you should be doing it. And maybe what I'm doing isn't working, but you find out what's going to work for you. I was in a ministry and just and not just any ministry. There were, you know, couple uh, with the military. We traveled, and so it was a matter of, Listen, check this out. This is what you need to do. And so I just couldn't talk to anybody. And, and, and this is no offense whatsoever to anybody's title. This is no offense or dishonor to anybody and what they've gone through. But I could not talk to a mother who had not been through anything in her marriage. I could not talk to a missionary or anybody who hadn't been through anything in their marriage. I, just because you couldn't relate let's, to me. Let's, let's say like this. If you were not willing to, to testify of how you came over because there was a lot where a lot of people went through because I have, I know, a, I literally know a bishop today that literally showed me like, young, this is what you, this is what you're going to deal with. So, so how, how are you going to, it's like, are you ready to overcome this? Well, this is how I did it. But I see, I, that. I, Okay. That's all I'm saying. I, I didn't have that. 
and the the first time I remember the first time going and talking to somebody telling them that I was depressed. Oh my god! It was oh you need to fast. No, I don't. Like I mean, and I did it because I didn't know anything else to do. But now I know better. It's more than just fasting. Maybe sometimes you might need to go and see a licensed counselor. Maybe sometimes you might need to check yourself and get deep, dig deep and try to figure out, okay, Lord, what is the root of this? Like, right. where is this really coming from? Why am I depressed? Why do I not feel that I am worth? Why am I having this insecurity? Why am I going through the motions and all of this other stuff? And guess what? Like, sometimes you might need to do more than just pray. Mm. But, you know, there's a, there is sometimes that we don't put action behind the prayer. That's true, but sometimes we don't know how to do that. But we know how to do everything else. It's more so for me. I'll say because I'm the analytical one, y'all, right? Analyze it. I'm the one where I have realized as long as I've been saved, that's been what 18 years. No, we've been married. Well, yeah, 18. You ain't quite. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, you ain't quite receiving like me. That I've been saved <laughs> and growing my relationship with God, I understand that where I made things a lot more complicated, it's really so simple. You know, the, it's really so simple because you like to analyze, and I'm be, I, and you know, I don't like how this is like going. I, I feel that it seems like it's just. I guess he's just bearing all the bones. I'm just. I had my dirt too. You know, she ain't 100 um, by herself. You know, I have my dirt, too. It's just, I mean, her moment is just flying right now because <laughs> I was crazy. I ain't going to lie. Yeah, I put holes in the wall. I don't hit nobody. So I put it in the wall. Then I had to turn around and fix it. So, <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm glad I hit the stud. Praise the Lord. But, but, but the thing is that I was so willing to to be different. Because I didn't want to follow the example that I had. You want to know what that example was? Nothing. nothing. And so I took my nothing, I took the example of my nothing and actually made it something. And I guess because I'm crazy enough to that I, I believe God to the point where it's like, okay, if you move, I got you. And so I don't, I don't have to analyze certain things, if the Lord just say, hey, go stand on this corner. I'm going to go stand on the corner. So I'm the one that might be like, what uh, corner guy? <laughs> How long I need to be there? <laughs> Listen, I got a timetable, Jesus. <laughs> Get it together. So God is working with me on that. I've gotten so much better, but that, like, that's my analytical. And what I've learned is with the faith, you can't be analytical. So it's a matter of having that faith, stepping into that faith, knowing and trusting God that he's got you no matter what. No matter where. Oh, no. Oh, my Please, bad. No, no, thanks. No, no. So, so, <laughs> so but, this is, but this is this is the thing. This is the thing. You know, because I remember, I remember starting out that we'll be like, Jesus, fix this. Oh, my God, fix this. But it was about fixing the person. Right. To fit my needs. Right. I remember one time my wife said to me, um, I think it might have been year three or four during the midst of our changes. She says to me, she says, why? She asked me, she says, why you don't love me the way I want you to love me? And see, that's the thing because when your love is unconditional, it covers everything. But when you're not used to receiving love, 
in areas that you have voided, it feels funny. Mm-hmm. It feels different. But you have to understand is that when that love, because what? He says, the, the scripture tells us that with love have I, I drawn thee. Yep. And so it's so funny because I heard, I, heard a, I heard a preacher say that you can, you can love someone so much to where it doesn't pay, but it doesn't pay the bills. But if you love someone, then it's easier to walk together in order to pay the bills. So what he's saying, in hindsight, when you're loving someone, then you're able to walk as one. Right. You know, you understand what I'm saying? So that that's the that's the one thing is that I believe that when you truly know how to love yourself and accept yourself, it's easier it's easier to love and accept your spouse. But you can only do that with the help of the comforter. Well you can only the do help that. of the Holy Spirit. Uh, yeah. When you're when you're talking about bringing two people in and yeah. in, in achieving dreams and goals, and I mean, it it is so possible because everything on how we was able to make it through is that we made it through by by literally leaning and trusting him, and so not not to say, um, not to say that it doesn't matter what may take place. But when you learn to lean on God, things literally changes, and it changes for the better. Right. It changes for the better because when you're talking twenty, when you're talking twenty-one, when you're talking twenty-one years with a child, with <laughs> with children, <laughs> it's hard, and it's so funny because it seems like for all the twenty-one years of our life. We have not been in our immediate family, you know, due to military. Right. We haven't been around our immediate family. You know, you look at immediate families being babysitters and, you know, stuff of that nature. Right, and I didn't trust everybody with our kids. No, so we yeah. had them for most of the marriage. So it's like, but how were we still able to be parents and to be husband and wife? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, because the funny thing, my son was, um, I want to say 16, 17 when we was having a discussion, he says, wait a minute, are y'all arguing? What is what is right. this y'all doing? This is new. And so, right. and my daughter being 10 now, she, she thinks that every time when we could be just laughing about a game, are you all fussing? Because she doesn't. Her, she it's don't. the elevation of the voice. I'm like, right. girl, can we laugh? Can we, like, what is going on? <laughs> but, what trips, but what trips me out is that because, she see the love that we have. Remember that the kids um, in her class that was her, the parents was going through the yeah. divorce. Parents are going through a divorce, and she was so heartbroken because her parents, her friends' parents, were going through a divorce. So she asked us if we could pray for them, um, just because she didn't understand it. And so she right. came to us, and she was like, "So what is going on? Like, what does that mean? Because my friend is really sad." Right, and so and it it, it what tripped me out is that. A lot of times, as husband and wife, is that a lot of people say, oh, the love is gone. If you have Christ, then the, the love is never gone. It's that you allow it to die out. Because he teaches you all things. <laughs> exactly. 
So how he can, can teach you how to do things to reignite your marriage? He'll teach you how to date again. He'll teach you how to give those sweet nothings and those note cards. He'll teach you how to change things up in the bedroom. Like he will teach you all, all things. things. It didn't say some things, y'all. It said all, all things. things. All when it, you want to know the funny thing? I actually have a reminder in my phone. And Watsy, my reminder went off, and she bust out laughing. <laughs> and I asked her, I said, what is so funny? What did you say, honey? I said, nothing. I said, if that's what you have to do, then okay, that's what you have to do. Because the reminder that she saw was stop and get wifey flowers. Right. <laughs> and it was so funny. Why? Because if she loves flowers, me, listen, you can you can get so busy sometimes to where you can actually forget the small things. Right. And so it's like, okay, I know I got to, for me, I got to set a reminder because I will forget. I'm sorry. It's like that. And so it, when it goes off, like, oh, shoot, I got to stop by the store and get flowers. So I know I got two days. I got one or two days after it goes off to pick some flowers up. But right. it's, to say, it's just to say you love me enough to remember the small things. Right. And you want to know who guided me to put that in there? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. Oh, put it in your phone. You put everything else in your phone. And see, that's the thing. We can actually build certain things around us to remind us to keep the balance. But that's what the Holy, that's what the Holy Spirit does because it guides us into all truth. <laughs> and in all things. And in all things. Hallelujah. So I want to honor the time as well. It's 7.57 now. And so um, definitely want homework. To we honor the time. What's the homework? Homework. Husband. Hold on. We got to write this down because. Y'all like to forget. Type it in, right? Homework. Okay. I got to do something about this light system. It's starting to get on my nerves. <laughs> okay. Homework. Homework is to one. Multifaceted. Okay, homework is one husband. Every day, pray for your spouse. Whatever her dream is, whatever her desire is, pray for it and see and see and watch how and yeah, pray for it and sit back and just watch God. So we we talking thirty days. Try it thirty days. Whatever the dream or their goal is, thirty days. And I, I, I and and if things change, is if things change, if God answers your prayer, He shows up. Please send us a text because we want to rejoice with you as husbands. Why? You do the same thing with your husband. How come we just didn't make it one? <laughs> You know me. I got to. I got to be difficult. Oh my gosh! Homework, husbands and wives. Pray for one another, but this is it's specific. <laughs> it's specific. It is, but it's pray every day for your spouse, whatever their dreams and desires are. There it is. And watch God. Right? And, uh, yeah, watch okay. God. And listen, you can post it to marriage takeover or send an email. We just want to rejoice with you. Oh, you can wait the next Sunday and put your uh and put your what you call it up. Like I say, we just want to rejoice with you and at the same time. Check this out. And y'all please show up and do the work. We love you guys. July is my birthday month. 
I normally take the month off and I don't do anything, so we are going to show up for you guys so y'all do the homework for your marriage. You want to see the change, make sure you're seeing the change so you're doing the work. As Michael Jackson say, make that change. Right? <laughs> so we want to absolutely thank um, when Christians speak blog talk radio for the platform. Um, thank you guys for joining us on Facebook and for YouTube. We're going to pray a simple prayer oh, out. And we would like to thank um, we would like to thank our sponsors as well. Uh, one, we'd like to thank Raymond Worship Center for <laughs> allowing us to have this platform here here in their sanctuary. Also, we would like to we would like to thank Exit Realty with Realtor um, <laughs> Tamika Thompson. So if you look for something, give her a call um, for for helping to put this together. Amen. We love you guys. We thank you so much for your time, um, and we understand a sacrifice. So thank you guys for joining us again on a Sunday night. If you would like to be saved, you want to know, like, what is this Holy Spirit? What is this thing that they're talking about? It's as simple as you believing that Christ came for you, you believing that he died for you, you believing that he, he rose for you, and it's a matter of you believing that, you speaking that, you testifying that, you living that, and believing that in your heart. And you're saved. Amen. That. Get into a Bible-based believing church and watch the growth. We'd love to have you here. And um, we're going to pray out. Lord, we thank you, God. We honor you, Lord. We just magnify your name for your righteousness. We thank you for this amazing Father's Day. We thank you for being our Father. We thank yes, you for God. the Holy Spirit. We thank you for that wonderful gift that keeps on giving, God, yes. that teaches us all things, that shows us all things, that can help us throughout our daily lives, helps us in our marriage, helps us on our jobs, helps us as parents, helps us in the school, Lord. We just honor you. We thank you, God. We love you. We praise your name, and we just ask that you continue to be with those individuals that are watching, who will watch in the future. Continue to bless Blog Talk, when Christians speak, Blog Talk Radio. Continue to bless, God, those that are listening and those that are watching. Continue to repair the marriages. Continue, God, to build them up. Continue, God, to impart the Holy Spirit, God, that's going to come in and to do that change. We honor you for all the engaged couples that are watching, for all the engaged couples that are listening. We just ask, God, that even now that they get a head start mm. of the Holy Spirit, that they get a head start, God, of being able to go into the system, God, understanding what it is. Mm-hmm. In the name of Jesus, in we ask that you breathe over their marriages, yes. breathe over the relationship, and, and just repair, God. Be with the children. Cover them. Guide them. In Jesus' name, God, we love you. We honor you. In Jesus' name, amen. Love you guys. Thank you for tuning in to Marriage Takeover. Connect with us on Facebook at Marriage Takeover. Hey, family. We are excited to have two new broadcasts added to the When Christians Speak Talk Radio Network. Marriage Takeover, the body of one. Hosted by Reverend Eric and Reverend Tamika Thompson, it airs every third Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Our hosts cover a wide range of topics to help build stronger marriages. They leave nothing off the table. Our newest broadcast, R3, Real Life, Real Men, Real Talk, premieres Sunday, October 14th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and will air every second Sunday of the month. Our host, Elston Green, Cleophas Malone, Antonio Mitchell, and Ray Rose will create a space by men and for men to have real conversations. It's time to be free, men, from false standards and the expectations of society, family, and self. 
You don't want to miss this first show. This Sunday, October 14th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. You're listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. Join us for our weekly broadcast, His Abounding Grace, with Minister Vanessa Williams. That's every Tuesday at 7 p.m. On Wednesday afternoons at 1 p.m., join Reverend Gwendolyn Dixon for the Midday Glory Prayer Line. The dial-in number is 641-715-3580. The access code is 732-499. And Wednesday nights at 7 p.m., Challenge to Change, where real transformation begins with you. That's with Pastor Paul Morgan of Chosen Generation Ministries in Richmond, Virginia. On Thursdays, live at 12 noon, join Reverend Pat Randall for Declaring the Finished Work for an hour of worship, exhortation, and prayer. Reverend Ray and friends are here on Friday nights at 7 p.m. with the joy of the Lord on Friday Night Joy. Sundays at 7 p.m., join Reverend Ray for Bread of Life for a word in season. And don't forget our monthly broadcast. First Mondays of every month at 7 p.m., be blessed with the teaching ministry of Apostle Shirley Jones on Lifeline. On third Mondays at 7 p.m., join Evangelist Louis McElwain for Adoration, a broadcast of worship and ministries on the mission field. Second Saturdays of the month, join Reverend Curtis, Reverend Novena, and Minister Jordana for Bold and Beautiful, a youth and young adult broadcast setting the world on fire with the love of Jesus. All broadcast times are Eastern Standard Time. Hey family, I want to introduce our newest broadcast that joined us in 2018. 